Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods, Trailer Valet, and the Fishing the Line video up on my YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram channels. Today's guest is Jack Ball and Tommy Lopez. Um, Jack Ball is a Delta fisherman as well as Tommy. They both live up there. I met both of them through Caesar and Danny at Toxic, and uh, they became buddies. And I had a uh, talk with them. This is probably last year. And I'm like, man, you guys got to do podcasts. Really fun, fun podcast. Uh, Jack had a little history on being in the podcast previously. He caught a, I think it was a 15 on a frog. And uh, Tommy works at uh, Toxic as well. So it's a great podcast. Thank you guys for both coming on and hanging out all weekend. It was a blast. That was uh, the toy drive weekend. They were down here with Caesar. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> trying to clear that voice. Um, don't forget this Sunday is the LA Fishing Alliance tournament. I'll be down there hanging out. Tons of gifts. Bass Tricks is going to be donating. Phoenix, um, Demiki, uh, tons of uh, DS Customs. Tons of other people are going to be there. Some cool prizes. So please come and check it out. Also, um, check out the Patreon. This is an, another one that's going to be done by. Um, Toxic. I'm, 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 I can't even think today, man. <laughs> Toxic did the two baits where they did a custom cast and crank craw colors. So uh, I appreciate that, Caesar. Thank you very much. And here's a piece from one of our sponsors, Trailer Valet. They've been a big support of this podcast. So please listen to this. Thanks, guys. Trailer Valet is a disruptive brand that is focused on helping people save time and get to what they love most. They listen to the people out there doing their thing. The fishermen, boaters, RVers, campers, overlanders, adventurers, and are constantly innovating to design reliable products that make towing and trailering hassle-free. From remote-controlled movers like the RVR to the industry-leading drill-powered JX Jacks, Trailer Valet has the vision of being the go-to one-stop shop for all trailer owners. Today, they continue to expand into the new product categories, and by sharing real, inspiring stories, plan to continue their mission of helping people save time and move forward. Check out the online shop at trailervalet.com and use the code on the podcast cast and crank 10 for 15% off your order. Thank you for the support guys. Please go check them out. 15% off. If you use cast and crank 10, check out the uh, blackout series hitch. I really like it. All right guys. Thanks for listening. Please go grab one of them drop hitches. I have one on my truck. I love it. Uh, support Trailer Valley. They're a big support of the podcast. Thank you again. Please go check out the YouTube. There'll be some new footage up soon. I'm working on that. Been super busy, kind of getting the studio back in order. I had stuff everywhere from the event. Um, give us a five star review on iTunes. I appreciate that as well. That helps a lot. Just the algorithm and all kinds of stuff with the stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But a five star positive review would be great. And check out the merch. We got some merch left on castandcrankpodcast.com. I think that's about it this week. Uh, we got one more coming out this week, which will be Jerry Rago on Thursday. And that'll be the last one of the year. Then we'll start the new year with Butch Brown. So thanks again, guys, for listening over these last uh, three years. Man, it's going to be 2022 already. We have some good stuff planned for next year as well. But you'll hear one more. Stupid intro from me. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you like this one.
really into that scene, I guess. I mean, I, I love rock, but rock, rock, <laughs> hardcore. Hey, I love like Metallica's bro and fucking Megadeth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Hey, buddy. We have a redo that I fucked up personally. <laughs> I didn't think it was a uh, thing. We all fucked up on that one. A little, little too many beers. <laughs> no, no, it was my fault. Uh, I'll tell you the story, actually, guys, if you want to hear it. Um, Danny was supposed to take me fishing. He's being a bitch. And he didn't take me, so I started drinking early. This was the precursor to Toxic Day, and I think by the time they came to do their podcast, I was probably two or three beers deep times ten. Yeah, I think we were <laughs> scheduled to start at like four thirty, and yeah, your other ones went a little long, yeah. and you had about twenty beers too many. Exactly. And we didn't start until like six something. Yeah. Bye, bud. Yeah, you're pretty lit up, dude. <laughs> yeah, I remember so, I walked in. I walked to the back of the shop and I walked by Tommy. I was like, damn, you've been drinking all these beers. He's like, no, those are all Nicks. I was like, fuck, just Nicks? <laughs> I'm professional now, guys. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> um, Got the seltzer and everything. Yeah, look at I know. I'm looking for my video. Non-alcoholic, by the way. Find it. Yeah. Polar seltzer. Polar seltzer. <laughs> no booze in that thing, huh? No, nothing. Cool. I'm a straight guy, guys. <laughs> I don't like the dick anymore, that alcohol good for dick. You. That's good. I don't know. You talk about it a lot still. So. <laughs> um, both these guys are from NorCal. They're Delta guys. They're Delta hammers. Thank hammers. you. Um, and uh, not only that, they got to fish last night, and they they know what they're fucking doing. They came and they put a hurting on the spotties and the sand bass in our harbor. But I wanted to get both these guys on because I feel like they have a cool story. Jack and Tommy. What's your last name, Tommy? Lopez. Salami. Yep, Tommy Salami. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Ball. Um, talk about, I guess Jack's been on before, so we'll start with Jack. Just kind of give you a little background of where you grew up, your dad, stuff like that. Background, I um, lived on the Delta pretty much my whole life. And lived in Antioch. Fished the Delta since I was, I could walk, essentially. My dad's always brought me out fishing. I started out fishing for bluegill and just crappie and bass. And then uh, really started taking a liking to fishing uh, through Tommy here. We met probably when we were like 12 or 13 through baseball and then we would see each other at, at Contra Loma, this lake by our house and we'd see him every now and then and then we'd exchange numbers or however we did it, I don't remember, but I mean me and him and we had another buddy Chris that we'd fish with all the time. I mean that's kind of how I really got into it again. Okay. Because um, when I was younger I would fish with my dad a lot and he was so heavy into tournament fishing and being so perfect and precise that I kind of got burnt out on it. I mean, because when you're going Were out, you, you doing that with him like he was telling you, hey, do this, do that. Or, yeah. I mean, know. I had fished a couple of tournaments when I'm, with him when I was younger. Um, we did we did pretty well. Okay. Um, but when you're you, you, I, you don't have that mindset when you're that young to chase that just perfection every time, like especially on the Delta, because you have to be so dialed in with your cast and precise. I mean, it's not like you can just throw a bait out in the middle of the channel and catch something. It's not like a lake where you can just wing it out there essentially anywhere and get bit. The Delta's so structurally, structurally um, like related, or all the fish related to structure out there, current, and toolies, wood, and you gotta be precise with your casts. So, I mean, when you're younger, it's kind of hard to, to make those throws. And then when you have your dad like, come on, you gotta make that fucking throw. You gotta make that throw, and you're like, fuck, I'm trying. Yeah. So getting hounded on him by him. Do you think, now a quick side note, do you think that um, that you grew up fishing that way. We had to be precise. Do you think that helped? hundred percent with your swim bait fishing, because you're making those choices yeah. where people go, you got to make that perfect cast. I, th I think it helped in all aspects yeah. because he was trying to instill that into my mind when I was younger. That hey, like you need to be precise. You need to be able to make the cast, not four throws later. You need to make it on the first throw. So I mean, now that's definitely helped because it, it it made me practice more and get better to be able to make those throws and put the bait where I needed it to be where it needed to be put on the first throw. Yeah. So that little bit might even helped you just off yeah. the bat. Um, yeah. But originally starting out, it didn't because it kind of drove me away from fishing where I didn't want to go out there and have it be a task. I wanted to go out there and have fun. And that's with fishing with Tommy here. That's that totally just re revamped the fun for me because I didn't have someone in my ear telling me I need to throw here. I need to do this because it was kind of just go out and wing it for myself. It's and more of a learning thing. Learn. Yeah. Yeah. Learn on my own. Yeah. Bouncing ideas off each other and shit. Tommy, what, how did you get into fishing? Were you the same thing your dad? Uh, no, my dad wasn't a fisherman. My grandpa was. Um, we used to go bait fishing off the piers on the Delta, catch stripers and catfish and sturgeon and whatnot. Um, you eat sturgeon? This, I've had it. I've never, I, I've never had it. 
pretty good. Never it's had good. it. Yeah, it's good. I've had stripers, of course, but not oh, sturgeon. I bet you have. Not sturgeon. Um, <laughs> but with fishing, yeah, same thing. Like like what Jack said. I mean, I knew he was a fisherman. We, we met each other at Contra Loma one day. He was killing them on a shaky head. That was my um, go-to. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just you know, those early days of fishing was kind of cool because, like Jack said, I didn't really have anyone to fish with. You know, my grandpa was a fisherman, but he didn't want to do the fishing that. I was kind of getting into which is bass fishing. You um, guys kind of bounce stuff off each other, or maybe even Jack helped you a little more because his dad had a lot of experience. Yep, same thing with his dad. Like yeah. how he said, he kind of instilled certain ideologies, like with fishing, like how to be precise and get those casts we need them to be right away. Definitely helped, and I've learned that from his dad and him. You know, throughout the years of my own fishing, putting that into my own kind of regimen of how I go about trying to figure out a bite. So when you guys start, uh, when you guys got a boat. Do you remember that? Because you guys have been partners for fucking 10, yeah. 15 years, yeah. right? Like fishing. So uh, when you guys met up, you start fucking hitting all the lakes together, delta together, shore pounding, whatever. It yeah, be. mostly it started out shore pounding. Um, my dad had a bass boat, but I mean, I was he didn't let he never, never let me take it like take it out. We were um, young, right? We were young. Yeah. And then Tommy ended up getting a small aluminum. Yeah. How old were you then? Uh, probably like I don't know. 15, 16, something like that. Old yeah. enough to drive. 15, 16. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. I had a small little pickup, little Sonoma S10 or whatever. Little 12 foot aluminum is no problem for that thing. So okay. drag it around the Delta and shit. Is that when game changed? Kind of. I mean, not really. It, it, it allowed us to. It opened up like the, because he would fish with his dad. So he would have time on the water. And then I would have my own time on the water with my boat, of course, like anyone. And then we started fishing together on the river and. You know, that's where our relationship kind of yeah. started, pretty much. A lot fishing. of us kind of, like, learn how each other fished and be able to work off of each other, especially fishing tournaments. If you're not, like, mechanically sound and in tune with what your partner's doing, like, if you always have to worry about where your partner's throwing or where he's making the cast, or if you have to look back and see if you're going to snag him, like, it just makes fishing so much so much more difficult. But me and him have formed, like, a bond, and we would just work so so like, well on the boat it's, together. It's like bread and butter now. Yeah. <laughs> Shake yeah. and bake. After yeah. after a while, <laughs> yeah. After a while fishing with, I'm sure you have you have guys that you mesh with. Yeah, right. Of course. When you're fishing with some guys that are just, you know, you're comfortable. It's you know, like, it's you like know you know what they're getting on the boat with you, and he fucks up. You never know. It's, where he's it's a little be. weird sometimes. You don't know where the fuck he's going to be thrown. But no, but that's a bit good point too because I feel like uh, tournament fishing is a little different up there. You yes. guys, yeah. it's busy. Yeah, yep, down also. here I, I'm barely getting into it, so I can't speak for anyone down here. But I feel like there's tournaments, there's yeah. the National Bass League, there's ABA, but you guys have them like every fucking other day. You got some kind of tournament going on. Yeah, for the most there. part. I mean, we haven't fished tournaments together in a couple of years now. We've kind of just life, you know, kind of yeah. just you, know, you, you don't get as much time on the water. Your job doesn't allow you to take time off to fish as much, so yeah. we kind of have drifted away from it but right 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 but i mean up north there's so many lakes up there you know for tournament fishing yeah you know i don't know how many like how many lakes you guys have down here but up north well, the you thing have, is you, have, you guys have the big enough lakes to i think to well, they've always said to to hold a tournament series but now wild west is coming down here right i'm not sure right i yeah. know i know they're doing a kayak you don't know i think they're coming down here too to do like actual add the tournament series okay. down this way yeah. okay so cool. I was talking to was it Cody Spets. You know, he's a he won like something down this way, but he's gonna be on. He said that okay, they're bringing it down this way. Yeah. So when you guys were fishing the Delta, you just said it earlier. Like it, it makes it easier for you to go to a lake. Do you think so? I like, think fishing the Delta makes you a better fisherman, just in general, because right. you have so many different factors to look at. You have tide. You have did the water clarity changes on the daily. I mean, the Delta mm. literally changes daily. Like, Every hour. <laughs> and it, 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 it helps you be able to adjust yeah. and to make those split decisions. And it kind of just gives you a little bit more instinct on where you think those fish are going to be set up. I mean, if you look at all the guys that come from California and then fish the bigger circuits, most of them do pretty well. Yeah. Especially you guys that are from the Delta. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of cool too. Like last night was my first time actually being fishing in the salt, right? Mm -hmm. My first time fishing the salt on a boat. I mean, I me, that was your first, I thought you fished before. My very first time on a boat out here. We, me and him have been down here, like L.A., San Diego, and hit some of the harbors and stuff for you know Shore bay bass and stuff. But that was last night was the first time. And what I noticed right off the bat was the delta and out here. I know it's probably not you know very similar, but you could you could relate a lot of the stuff. Like what they feed on or what those fish get on on the river, just do based to you know the current, the tide, 
the switches and everything, it's almost the same, which, I mean, last night in the short time we fished, six, seven hours, I picked up on a lot of that stuff, you know, just kind of how everything works. That's the thing that you guys kind of get, even Caesar's kind of like, oh, what's the high tide? Like, you guys get the transition down here. But you also grind out shit. Like, (laughs) you know, impatient fucks like me where you're dragging it on the bottom, you know they're going to bite. So when you take that translation to lakes, does it make it just easier to break down a lake since you're on the Delta? You see so many different um, situations on the Delta. Like, you're going to see, like, a spot change 10 times or whatever that water changes. So when you go and and take that application to, like, a lake, you're like, oh, okay, it's looking like this or... And it, for me, in a sense, yeah, it helps. But the Delta is such a different fishery than any other place in California, really, because you, deep in the Delta is all relative. Yeah. Deep in the Delta is eight feet. Where yeah. deep on a lake could be 90 feet. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of helps in a sense. But just fishing the Delta is so much different than going up to one of the mother load lakes and fishing that. But, I mean, related to, like, shallow water, it definitely, to me, does it does help. You know what I mean? Because deltas, you're mainly fishing five to one foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe six inches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what right? I, mean? I mean? So when that shallow bite is going on on some of the lakes, and you see certain stuff that you know sets up right for you know stuff that you you know fish on the delta, then you could pinpoint that and break stuff down and say, all right, let me try this over here, and you start getting a pattern going for that yeah. shallow shallow bite. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it does translate, we, I think, we, for sure. I kind of feel like we take our delta fishing mentality pretty much everywhere we go. Yeah. I mean, we like to fish fast. We, yep. It's tough for us to slow down and fish small baits. Yeah. I mean. You did it last night. Last night was cool. Yeah, it was a change of pace, honestly. It was easier to do <laughs> last night, though, because it was the only way you can get bit, really. Yeah. And you got, it's, it's wintertime. Yeah. So it, me, I don't think they're going to be out just crushing baits. Yeah. Like, burning a spinner bait or something like that yeah i, I probably switched out baits like 20 times last night yeah. <laughs> different swimmers different heads different yeah. everything that's you know? another just thing to try to figure just, out the bite yeah it was yeah that's pretty cool moving around like that's a hard thing for a lot of dudes to do like to, to keep changing shit retying 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 yeah. you know like that's why i'm like dude, i have fucking 10 rods on my yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah. hanging out my ass i, I like to I'm keep like, it if i have to bring more than six rods it's just I hate it. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> then you're constantly like, oh, let me throw this. Let me throw this. Let me throw this. You, you spend more time fishing. Yeah. With you, you know, narrow narrow your selection down. Yeah. yeah. You but spend more people, time fishing your confidence bait as opposed to like trying to scratch and find. Sometimes there's there's times you need that. Sometimes yeah. you don't know what the fuck's going on and you need 10 to 25 rods on the deck. It's like Phil. You know Dutra, what I mean? He has 30 rods with him at all times. Crazy, right? I hate it when that when that happens, but yeah. sometimes you need it, you know? <laughs> when, <laughs> it's you, uh, when you guys got into the tournament scene, did you have a person that preferred for fishing from the back? Or do you guys both fish in the front? He, of the he, he, was, he was usually the guy up front. It was his boat. Okay. When we fished her, it was his But at the same boat, time, so. if, like, if, for example, if we're flipping and Tommy's catching them, take the front of the boat like yeah, yeah vice versa it was never like oh i need to run the front of the boat like yeah for sure we never no, had but sometimes a, if you have like a team i guess partner or you guys might be work better yeah. in that situation you know what i'm saying right like yeah i i learned from the back yeah. of the boat it's all situational so. did you oh yeah oh yeah when you start tournament fishing is both of you guys together though right yeah okay like yeah i've only ever fished tournaments with tommy my dad and then uh, another guy jay okay i mean when, uh, what was your first like a tournament series? How did that go? Like when you guys first jumped on oh, there and decided first, to do it? First tournament was it Berryessa? No, our, our first tournament we ever fished was uh, the Yamamoto Big Bass. Okay, yeah. And they do a weigh in every hour, and if you if you have a big fish, you can bring it to the scales, mm-hmm. and then you they weigh it, and then the winner of that hour, whoever has the biggest biggest fish that hour, gets paid out like right on the spot. No way. Hey. They don't you, do that anymore. I think they still do it. Yeah, do they, they yeah. did this Is year. it up on the Delta? Yeah, it's on yep. the Delta. Okay. So then if you say you won hour one, wager fish, boom. You can, you can go, win hour two. You can run back out, go catch another fish, uh, weigh that one. So essentially you can win. How much does it pay out each hour? I don't remember. It's a couple hundred bucks. That's still cool as Yeah, fuck. it's still cool. Yeah. So we, we fished that. Um, we lost a shit ton of fish. But I think we got we, we cashed one check. I think we got second in one of the hours or something no like way. that. Was that. Was that the first one where... I had caught like a five pounder punch in or something yep. first thing in the morning. And then we went to go, went to go weigh in on that third hour or whatever it was the first weigh in hour. And, uh, we decided to take a different route 
it's on the delta you know what i mean to get back to different areas on the river you need to know your routes like the quickest route to get here with mm-hmm. this and sometimes they put up barriers and you gotta oh, i gotta go i gotta go around this way because it's gonna take 25 minutes to get here you know what i mean spot spot and we 25 yeah. minutes we, yeah. and you guys are running it's not like a oh, yeah. fucking oh there's four we we've we have like 45 minute runs sometimes i mean that's not too long there's some people that run a couple hours really but we we time we time that way in and we we're like two minutes late yeah. to weigh in so we couldn't weigh in that hour so we had to wait till the next hour to weigh in our fish and we weighed in on that hour and we didn't even get a check yeah. but the fir- that first hour we could have got like second place or whatever that's so. another uh, uh situation where you go man you gotta you gotta check your times you gotta check your yep. you know what i'm saying for like, the most part if when we launch out a tournament and we're running our first spot we'll time it yep like we would start a timer on the phone that we we oh, know it's a good idea you give yourself a little cushion to get back to so no you know how far yeah you yep. gotta go. like hey it's gonna take us 26 minutes the clock's always ticking how yeah. far are you running sometimes all depends 45 Aries. minutes i mean and so, you're going how fast as fast as my boat can go thousand <laughs> I like to drive it fast. I mean, thousand. That's fucking. My 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 speedometer's broken. I don't know. So how many miles do you think you're running? Fuck, I couldn't even tell you. I I've never even thought about that. That's far. I mean, yeah. 45 minutes at what 50? Oh, at least 60 plus 70. That's like fucking driving to like, <laughs> you know, like fucking Sacramento for you guys yeah. or something. You know, like yeah. But you're going through all this. Oh, but fuck. I mean, a lot it's, of the it's time nothing it's, like out here, though. You guys got swells out, out, out of the ass, you yeah, know. You guys true. can only go so fast. Yeah, well, you know? the harbor and the boats you guys have isn't really meant for speed, you know. What no, I mean? well, the big, not the one. I'm sure. Want. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> it really depends what the tournaments out of too, because yeah. tournaments are held. And you out got of, different launches throughout the river, so it's oh, like yeah, shit ton of them. Yeah, or like 20, 30 yeah. different launches. Yeah, they're all over the more. place. I mean, Antioch, Stockton. There's some up in Sacramento, Oakley. You know, they're all over the place. And you guys do fish a lot. You'll fish the lakes down here sometimes, or not really? Down here? What's yeah. the furthest we went? we've been south? I've never fished any of the lakes down here. Never. No, no, no. What about mid California, like central? Like some of the motherlode lakes. Really? That's it? I fished pyramid, like going over the grapevine. Did you? Just on the shore, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Fishing the docks and stuff. So have you seen comparisons between SoCal and NorCal? You figure, like, man, why wouldn't you use some of the techniques from, from NorCal down here? I've never, like I said, I've never fished any of the lakes down so here. So you don't even no. know, yeah. No, I mean, we've, I fished some of the lakes, like just shore banging in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, I don't even know what they were. It was Santee Lakes. Okay. That Santee. was cool. They're just like little public park lakes, whatever they are. So yeah. we have some lakes like that where we're from. I mean, but as in like fishing a, a deep lake or one of the bigger lakes, I, I can't can't tell you the difference. You, you Some know? good yeah. fish in those Santee legs. Huh? I loved fishing Santee. You better be quiet. Well, They're gonna get you mad at you for talking about it. Right? I don't live down here. <laughs> Sorry, um, guys. Let's talk about do a little refresher. Jack has a uh, as a frog. You like fishing the frog a lot too. Yeah, big yeah. frog guy. Both of you guys. Him him a lot more than me. What's I, your, I, I, what I do, do you like I do fishing? Throw it. What's your what's your go to confidence? Dude, I punch like that's your shit punching. Yeah, punching, yeah. Punching. I, yeah, punching uh, chatter baits i throw some swimmers here and there and mm-hmm. i throw a frog of course on the river yeah. you know but jack you love the frog i do i do love throwing the frog <laughs> he's got some big fish talk, on the frog. talk about your frog story because he, did, he ran over frog. it a little bit on the very first one that was like fucking three years ago <laughs> yeah that too. was a while so ago like, yeah so so i mean my big one like i've told you and i've told a lot of people i don't like to put a specific weight on the fish um my dad's caught plenty of big fish. He's seen plenty of big fish weighed in. He says it was around 15 pounds. Uh, the day prior to that, I had seen an official 12. I know the one that I caught was pretty fucking big. You don't carry scale with you? I do now, but I mean, back then, no. You like, didn't give a shit then. It just didn't really care. Just, just wrecking them. Yeah. yeah you, just wrecking them. It was, and I, like, I don't box the fish. I don't like put it in the box and save it for later and go take a picture. Like I catch it. Fucking look at it, take a picture, dump it back in. I, it's, it's, I've always been that way. I don't. Mm-hmm. Tournaments are different, you know. You're you're weighing those ones in. <laughs> but if you're out fun fishing, I, I to me, I don't see the need to put a fish in the box and keep it in there. But uh, is that because you you just uh, like to help the fish conservation a little bit, like for you? For for me personally, yeah. yeah. I mean, the last thing I would want to do. I know everyone's huge on the, like live well care and all that. The last thing I would want to do. Is put a big fish in the box and have it die. Have you seen? Have you I've done it. I've killed a big fish. Yeah, I've done it. And that's a fucking Did horrible you eat feeling. It at least? No, 
That's bad luck, dude. I don't eat black bass. Bad luck for me. Not bad, them, huh? bad luck. It's bad luck. I just feel like that's bad juju. Like uh, I don't do it. Um, bad luck. That makes sense. Well, you had one die, so it probably made you go. I don't even want to fuck with them. Yeah, that's the last thing I want to do. You you spend all this time putting all this work in to trick a predator, and you catch the fucking kind, the big ones, and that thing has survived for so many years and has made it. The last thing I would want to do is put it in the box, open the box, and have it be dead. Fuck. I want to be able. I want that fish to be able to keep keep living and growing. Yeah. I mean. That's just that's just how I feel. No, well, I think this is a cool little conversation because you guys grew up with social media as well. Yeah, yeah. You're not neither one of you are big on it. Like, no, you don't like. I'm not. No, you you post here. I mean, and I there. post some I story mean, stuff. So do you. That's yeah, but you have close friends. You don't have like yeah, do the an close open friends. Yeah, thing. yeah. And yeah. Uh, did do you do that just because you got burnt before? No, I just I don't feel the need to pound your chest. I don't. I don't need. I don't. I don't need someone commenting saying "good job." Like I don't need that from the internet. Like that's cool. Some people like that and they fucking get off on that. Where's he at? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that but guy? I don't. I don't need that. I'll like, find him. Mine. I like. I love catching big fish. And I like posting my big fish. Yeah. But posting them isn't me saying like, "Hey, look what I just did." I mean, in a sense, it is. But True. I, just don't I don't post all my fish. There's hundreds of fish I've. I have pictures of that I don't post. You and everyone else, I'm sure. I know, but <laughs> I just don't have the time for social media. I mean, I do it, you know, when I have some time, but it's nothing, not so important to me. Yeah, you know? I got, I got life stuff going on, so fishing and married, fishing and work yeah, and so marriage <laughs> stuff, whatever that means. <laughs> um, we'll get back to your fish since we kind of yeah. Shout out to my fiance. So yeah, it was, <laughs> oh there it comes. I had to throw it, it in there. So why don't you say her name? Tell, tell a little bit about her. I'll, I'll keep how much low. you love her. I'll keep it low. <laughs> okay so yeah back to that big fish um it was actually we found some really big fish right before the snag proof tournament like giants fucking giants and i'm t- in practice we're catching You're fishing with your dad on this one i was just my buddy jay okay yeah he, um he he grew up fishing with my dad okay so like i said tommy jay you and then you need anything you're good tommy you're huh? like the only it's inside right <laughs> it's here inside <laughs> Fried chicken. <laughs> There's like three people that I fish with, Tommy, Jay, and then my like dad. three buckets in there. I don't really stray out of that. Like, people ask to go fish all the time. I just like to keep my shit secretive. Yeah. I don't want to show people my spots or spots my dad has shown me or Tommy has shown me. Like, we've put in our time to find those spots. Last thing I want to do is burn those spots by showing someone that could possibly go and show other people. So I, I keep who I fish with that's super... A hard, that's a hard fucking it's, thing. It's a, weird, it's a weird it subject. Mm-hmm. It, it really yeah. is. But I mean, but do you think they're going to know how to fish that spot? Like a lot of these if guys. If you show them, if you're if they're if in the boat, with, them, if yeah, you're yeah, in the yeah. boat with someone and they're seeing what you're doing, and they have any. So today we ask a bunch of questions regarding the video up on my YouTube, Facebook, and IGTV. Is fishing the line of the marine protected areas in California productive? Do fish actually move out and spill over into fishable areas? Is spillover actually a thing? Have you ever witnessed anglers positioning their boat on the boundary lines of a marine protected area? Have you fished the line? What are your experiences? Is spillover a myth or a reality? Watch the video on YouTube and let us know. Thanks for listening. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Fish sense and they can pick up like, oh, he's doing it on this tide yeah, or he's, yeah. this is why he's getting bit here. Yeah. You never know. It's some, a lot of people you're trustworthy, but you just, you never know. You never know. <laughs> you guys have every, a different every, every, everyone, up there with the Delta too. Yeah. Because it's so, it's Everyone's so, so secretive on the Delta. Yeah. Everyone has their little circles too. Yeah. You know, yeah. That they share information yeah. with. Yeah, of course. So. Yeah. yeah. I think I learned that from him and his dad. Just, you know, 
they kind of took me under the wing. I learned everything from them pretty yeah. much. Not everything, but a lot. Um, just keeping keeping that circle kind of tight, you yeah. know, was always a thing that I kind of got instilled from them. So I just kind of kept it running. But, you know, circles are getting bigger. So, you know, you can share some more information with everybody, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it's definitely when you nice. say the circle it's, gets it's, bigger, it's nice. you're not letting dudes in that don't fish it and know other things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like you're probably letting dudes in like, you know that our our fish the delta two and the big oh I'm over here doing this yeah that, I mean there's them, you know you know when someone has the intentions of good intentions burning your spot or just genuinely want to be out in the water and fish with you and learning yeah because yeah, fishing sure. with other people you definitely learn more than just fishing with your set your your set group of people That's you always fish with I yeah. like learning and I like teaching yeah you know? yeah so it's kind of hand in hand yeah you have to have both yeah, yeah. you know. So. Back, oh, so the, the big fish. We'll, we'll, we'll stay on track this yeah. time. <laughs> uh, I'm not drunk this time. We were, <laughs> we were pre-fishing for that tournament. Um, we found some fucking giants, like real big ones. And in the tournament, it just didn't pan out. Pan out. The wind blew a little harder than it was than we needed it to. Um, tide was just a little off. And they, we caught fish that the big ones didn't eat. So the following day, uh, I went out with my dad, and I was like, hey, I want to show you these these fish that was I was this during the tournament you you were doing this or pre-fishing. Found the fish pre-fishing, okay. fished the snag proof tournament. Nothing. I think we got third or fourth what okay. it was. We we didn't get the big ones that we were catching in practice and shaking off. So that Monday, uh I got off work and I told my dad I was like, "Hey, let's go fishing. I want to see if we can get these big ones to eat. I like I know where some big ones are." Mm-hmm. And uh we rolled up to the spot and everything was like right cuz like on the Delta you, you can kind of tell when, when shit's right. You got bait busting. You'll see some stripers busting. Birds start flying around. Cows will start mooing. Like, nature just works in a way where you're like, everything else around you is, is active. So you're mm-hmm. like, fuck, shit's about to pop off. Plus, you got the timing of the tides and all that. Um, do you remember what tide it was? I do. Yeah. You don't want to share it? No. Do <laughs> no. people have people tried to hit this spot? I mean... I'm sure people do. I'm sure people do hit it, but it's not like they know yeah, no, why I mean, they're hitting it, really. But you, you don't want to give away more no, piece of no. the puzzle. No. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't, you can't. <laughs> Get to the I give you some milk. I'm not going to sell you the farm, though, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I made my first throw and caught one. It was like four and a half. And we're rolling up to the, the spot where the big ones are. And I'm like, if this one eats, it's going to be a fucking giant. Made the throw. Made one twitch and kind of saw just a little, little, little waves. I'm like, okay. And then, and she didn't just fucking kill it crazy big, big commotion. It was kind of just, just saw her back come out of the water and I fucking set. And when you set on a frogfish, like, you know, you know, when you can't even get your rod past your shoulders, like, fuck, that's a big one. And she's so wadded up, reeling her in, reeling, reeling, reeling. Get the fucking net. And my dad goes to net her, and, it, and the fish doesn't fit in the net. I'm like, oh, fuck. So then we got all these weeds and shit. You can't really see the fish. And he reaches in there, and he goes, oh, shit. And he pulls her out, and he, he grabs her with two hands oh my God. by the mouth. And I'm like, this is the biggest fish I've ever seen. And I'm like, holy shit. Frog is just gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even see the frog. It's choked. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like... Because I, I saw the 12, so I'm like, this is definitely a 12 plus. And we got all the weeds off, and we're like, he's holding her, and I'm like, holy shit. Was that the your dad seen bigger fish than that? Yeah, he's seen an, uh, an 18. Fuck. Yeah. Is that on the river? That was on the river. Fuck. Yeah, uh, yeah he's seen an 18. He's seen 15s. So he knew it was, it was a big fish. Though. Yeah, he, he, he was stoked. He, yeah, he was fucking okay. stoked for me. Not, not only because I caught it, but because... He saw me put everything I've learned and put all the pieces of the puzzle together and made it work. Like, these weren't just, like, some fluke fish where you're like, oh, he caught a big one randomly. Like, these are fish that I had fucking dialed in. Mm -hmm. Like, put in the time to find, knew when to be there, like, knew when they were going to eat, and got rewarded. I mean, because a fish that big, like Delta, you have windows. Your window might be eight minutes to catch a big fish like that. Like, the windows are so small sometimes on the river. And that just happened to be one of those those windows where you only have 5 to 12 minutes to get those big fish. And I made it work. Fuck. That's usually how it is on the river, too. You usually have those small windows opportunities. And usually in 
specific spots, you know. I know you fishing, you know, like, certain areas that they, they're in. That's kind of, you know, on the river. There's a lot of water that's kind of dead water. There's, you know, a lot of spots that are How do you keep spots. track of this shit? That's another thing. Just, just years of fishing. And, do you write you know, shit down? I have a shit ton of notes on my phone. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because um, yeah. a lot of dudes go, just in my head. I'm like, I cannot fucking have it in my head. I don't write shit. I don't dude. write shit down. I can remember. Nothing. I have such a good memory when it comes to fishing. Like, I don't write everything down, but I write some stuff down. Like, I have notes from as far back as our first tournament started fishing in 2014. Yeah. Um, the Delta sells tide books to tell you the tides like in different areas and you do the math whatever to calculate where you're going to be. Um, I'll write little notes in those like on days or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't keep a huge detailed list of notes. But you have things that are key yeah. point. Yeah. 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 I feel like you're, you're, you're the mental guy. You remember everything. I remember fucking every everything. Bite, every fish that I've caught, I don't remember catching or bite yeah. or whatever. He remembers. I don't remember. But I remember last shit. year when we were fishing this bank right here and you were throwing that like. We should probably go there and he's like, I don't even fucking remember that. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, certain things just click in my head and they just yeah. kind of imprint and they just stay there. So, so did you, did you, uh, when you caught that fish, was it a blackout moment? Like where you, cause it, people talk about when they catch a big fish and you're flipping out. No, I, but I you don't, kept calm. Pretty I don't calm. flip out. Cause when I catch a big fish, my heart starts fucking. Dude, he me. shakes. Like I shake. A, fuck like this. I shake. Fucking he's like going to give, shake. he's going to give me a hand. He's like, look at that dude. <laughs> it <laughs> just, it's, it's just fucking adrenaline. Yeah. I get I get such a big adrenaline rush from big juiced. fish. Like I'll call Tommy and I'm like fucking holding. I'm like fucking shaking. I don't know. I just I get adrenaline when I catch big fish. Yeah. Like I don't like black out. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Not black out, but like you, you know when uh, Grady Cod say it's a big fish something. It's like you catch the fish, but you don't remember everything you did. Sometimes like and it's happened to me. Yeah. Probably not you guys because you're so fucking meticulous and calculated. When you sometimes you're just not thinking about it and you're just kind of like, uh, oh, what's going on over here? Mm-hmm. And you get slammed, but you didn't Ooh. know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're there's times like that. You're just you're... doing like yep. going through the movements. You're like, oh, we're fucking. Yep. You know, just going oh, down the uh, bank you looking know, at like, a yeah, bird yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that happens all the time. You... Yeah. But I mean, with frog fishing, you can't do that. You can't just go down to the bank and fucking look at that butterfly. You got to be fucking dialed in on your frog. You got to be looking at it. Yep. Because they don't always go on just some big explosion. Sometimes they just. And suck it down, you don't even see it. Yeah. So if you're off looking out in the fucking no man's land and <laughs> watching fucking geese fly yeah. red, you, you've never even known the fish has already spit the bait. Yeah. So I mean, I, especially with frog fishing, you got to be focused as shit. Yeah, that's I feel the same way. Frog fishing, you're really like in the zone. Yeah. Like every single twitch, always watching, looking for your next spot. Sure. Yeah. But you're dialed. When I'm flipping, sure I'm like focused and going down the bank, but sometimes I'm just phew, I'm not getting bit. Kind of looking around, getting distracted. It's like what you're saying. Yes. You know, then you get bonked and you're just. Yeah, it's more of a reaction. Memory, just yeah. whatever. But well, frog's a different deal. To your me, dad, your dad's pretty dialed like that's his deal as a frog too. Or yeah. No? Yeah. Him and Bobby, they, they were. So who was his partner, your dad? Bobby Barrick. They, yeah. they were partners for early 90s all the way up to the mid 2000s. So. A lot, lot of knowledge between yeah. Those yeah. Two so did guys. your dad kind of break the frog down for you somewhat? Of like, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, oh no, I learned it myself. No, he broke it down. And well, the cool thing is, is he probably so stoked you took everything he gave you. Of course, and you figured it out. That's yeah. why he was so. What else is cool about fishing my dad is he he has such a locked in mentality of fishing the delta. Like he always, he's, he's so not now, but he was so when I first started really fishing, he was so locked in and limited to what he wanted to do and how he wanted to fish. I remember when I first started throwing swim baits, he was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> too big. Like, too big. too fucking big. Like, oh, look at the size fuck. of that splash you made. Like, yeah. What? So, like, he he was essentially closed-minded at first when I started. Did he? Does he throw them now? Yeah, he does now. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he does. So, he changed his mind on it. A hundred percent. How cool is that? It's I cool. I mean, as a kid, it's cool. like, changing your dad's mind, like, After he sticks like a nine-pounder. You yeah. know, I'm yeah. like, fuck, I should have fucking, you know, like, damn. Yeah. You know? It's, it's cool because... I'm so thankful that I had a dad that was such, is such a good fisherman and is, and is so in tuned and knows so much more about fishing than the average fisherman that I'm able to open his mind and show him something. So like throwing the big swim bait. I first started throwing an MS Slammer is what got me into throwing a swim bait. Okay. And he, he had it. And he used to call it the cartoon. I don't, cartoon. He, I don't cartoon. know what they just called it the cartoon. <laughs> Um, Maybe because the way it looked or something. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking cartoonish. But um, <laughs> that's what got me into throwing a swim bait. And I was throwing that. It was a wake bait. And he's always like, you got you to gotta, not such a big splash in your land. Because I'm like fucking bombing it. And I, I would catch some big fish on it, you know, five to seven pounders. That, that's what like really got me 
intrigued on the bigger base. I'm like, fuck, there's so many more swim baits out there. Like, let me expand on this. And then I started, I met with Caesar. Yeah. Uh, and I started throwing the Wade Hogs. That was like my, my, my second swim bait I really started throwing. We threw the S waiver a little bit here and there. Yeah. You didn't know Caesar at the time. Your no. dad knew him probably. He knew, yeah, because. Yeah. Uh, Caesar, I think, worked at a tackle shop. My dad knew him through that, and okay. just going up fishing the Delta. But you knew you've kind of found out about toxic baits. Through, yeah, I'd through seen that. him through Instagram and all that, and just through fishing the Delta. Okay, um, but I didn't have any personally yet. And then I met up with Caesar, grabbed some baits, and I think for like three weeks straight, I that's the only thing I would throw was was the hogs. And my dad was suddenly like, "They're not going to eat it this time of year." Like, <laughs> such a big fucking splash, blah blah blah. And I was like. Ah, I'm just going to keep throwing it. Like, whatever, like, you can say that all you want. I'm just going to keep throwing it keep throwing it. And I would catch a couple here and there, four-pounder, three-pounder. And I remember the first big one I stuck was, like, a little over seven. What was the difference in the conditions on that? So, like, you probably hit a condition where it's, like, oh, Timing, fuck. spot. You think? Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, I mean, there's so... When you throw the weight hogs, where do you like to... How do you like to throw it? So, uh, I like to throw it weed lanes, pockets, okay. um... I don't really throw it against the rock walls too much. A couple spots here and there, but I like sparse tulies, deeper weed lanes, mm -hmm. um, holes, anything like that. Something just wood. I like throwing it on wood a lot. Um, but I mean, it's really it's a bait you could throw anywhere. I mean, on the, especially on the delta. Yeah, it's a bait you can have in your hand year round and get bit on it. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. To me, it's just like you you figured that. It's my favorite bait you know of all time, and that, that might sound biased because I'm I become such a good. But it's with cool Caesar. though that you you told the story from the beginning, like, "Hey, I had an episode." Then yeah. I said, "Oh, I saw Caesar shit." Well, it works. Yeah, like Caesar says, he makes tools, man, and they're fucking you know, like they are yeah, tools. they are they're tools. Like, sure, there's a lot of baits that look like fucking amazing, but and not knocking anyone, but Caesars are priced reasonable. Yeah. I feel like for a swim bait, and they work great. You yeah. know, like. They work fucking – to me, it's the best gill bait. And that might sound biased because I'm, I am good friends with Caesar. Mm -hmm. But there isn't another crank-down gill that can perform as good and do the same thing that that bait does. Yeah. I haven't found one, at least. Yeah. I mean – Have I'm, you been – do you now I've do tried you try other, other – I've tried other gills. Okay. How many? Two or three. I so mean, yeah, I'm sure there's tried a lot. You've tried two. I, I don't need to now, though. I, <laughs> I found the bait that works for me. It's a confidence I found, thing. I found the bait that gets bit. And I know I've. Will I you do that with other baits though? Will you? Will yeah. you like say you get a spinner bait you love? Yeah. Say it's a 100%. Bobby D. You know, yeah. You'll never fish another spinner bait. No, I mean, there's baits where I'm like, I don't need to to buy another brand bait. You know, this you know, because it's this is do, my confident bait, yes. and I know I can get bit on it. Okay. Uh, there's there that there might be a spinner bait out there that has a different vibration because it has different blades Blade or Colorado or whatever. Yeah. That that's different because essentially that's a different bait. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm not totally locked into this oh i need to throw this bait i need to throw this bait i need to throw this bait I'll, I'll expand i'll throw other baits like caesar's baits aren't the only swim baits i throw yeah but for the for a crank down gill yeah that's your deal that's my deal okay yeah so when you caught that seven did it kind of click a little harder you're like oh shit like it clicked it for me and it clicked for my dad he's like maybe you should keep throwing that thing <laughs> <laughs> and i kept throwing it. i've that that bait has caught me so many fucking fish over seven pounds you humble that guy real quick oh huh? uh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then it, it, it what, especially fishing a big bait all day, it kind of, it can deter a lot of people because you're not getting bit. For me, it kind of drove me to keep throwing it to find out how to get bit. Like some people go out and throw a big bait all day and they're like, fuck this. I don't see why people want to throw a swim bait and not catch a single fish. The, yeah. the, at the, like when I did, did it in the beginning, but at the same time, some of these people aren't throwing in the right spots. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah. That's yeah. like a hard thing to do is like, okay, where am I going to throw? And then sometimes you're trying to be confident on points. Well, how deep? Well, how where? How yeah. far off? It's like fuck, and then sometimes it's blind casting all day, and it's like there's luck in it. Some, yeah, somewhat. You See, know? Delta, you, you don't really run into blind casting too much. Huh? No, I'm good. You guys want beer? I'm good right I'm now. Good. I'm good. Um, Thanks. yeah, blind casting. I, I I can't see really an area or time where you would blind cast on the river, unless they're sitting in a channel somewhere. You know. Sitting in, you know, 10, 12 feet in a gut or something. I mean, you're kind of just kind of cover the area or a little grass flat, you know, yeah. with sparse, you know, sparse weed pockets or something. Yeah. Then you're just kind of, but it's still kind of specific because yeah, you're looking for exactly, those ponds or the edges or right mm -hmm. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Shit. So, I mean, it, it's a, uh, 
that's a cool thing to put is like you don't need another bait because it's like it just works for you. you works know, for it's me. It's gonna gonna work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not being a fucking asshole. You're just saying no. it works for me. You know? Yeah. That's kind of the mentality we were talking about earlier. Is you know narrowing narrowing down your your rod selection, right? With the bait you're you gonna think it throw, could kill you, and it could make you better. Like it could do both things at the same. It time. could. It 100%. could. I feel like our mentality. I think both. We could kind of attest to both. That you know, both sides to it is, you know, going fishing either, you know, having fun or actually practicing for a tournament or tournament fishing. I feel like we kind of look for those five to seven bites. You know what I mean? It's bigger fish. So we're not afraid to go out all day and throw a swim bait or mm-hmm. throw a frog or throw a punch or something that they're, you know, not going to get many bites on. But, you know, when you get those bites, they're going to be the ones that are going are to count for yep. whatever. So that's kind of like the style that we take to it. Even Which, tournament fishing. You're doing e- the even same thing. even yeah. tournament fishing. You know, yeah. if, if we're looking for points or a certain type of situation, tournament situation, then we will. So you you're know, looking for the big bait bite. Not even the big bait. The big fish bite, whatever that might be. Our yeah. confidence, confidence yeah. baits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it might, it might not be the most productive way to catch fish all day and go catch 50 fish. And we might only get seven bites in a day. Are you trying to get a limit right off the bat? Are you? No. 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 You're going for f- big fish. That's what you yeah. want. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can't always just go for a limit. I mean, right. yeah, that, that's the safe route. But, I mean, live live by the sword, die by that's the sword. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You guys live by the sword, die yeah. by the sword yeah. sometimes, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can... If we're going for those seven bites, we're not going to be like, fuck, let's abandon ship and go catch five, 12 inches just to say, we, stick with it just to say you know. we caught them, you know? <laughs> you know when you run into some fish, you run into your areas that you know hold those fish. And That's you, a different and mentality, you come though, on tournament fishing. Yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. There's like, times where we don't even catch fish and we go back to weigh in. Does fishing. your dad fish like that? Yeah. It's seven bites. You're looking for big... Yeah. 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 There's days where you're going to get five bites, and if you don't put all five of them in the boat, you're fucked. Fuck. But if you do put all oh, five shit, five in the out. boat, then you, <laughs> you fucking go you crush guys. <laughs> What's she fucking saying? We go we go fishing tonight or what? <laughs> fucking guys, dude, we're barbecuing. We're hanging. I know. Out, we go we go out after the barbecue. Can you fucking hang out, for dude? A little bit? Like, you know, like, if we uh, like to fish, we just like to fish. No, like really? <laughs> if you guys didn't want to go home last night, we would have stayed out. Yeah. If shout out to Cody, Cody and Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. Shout if, out to If I would have slept better the night before. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, let's keep. Dude, we were and up I'm twenty. Like, we were up for twenty four hours, <laughs> dude. Yesterday, we, I know we went From to bed three to at three thirty. I'm like, fuck. This is <laughs> we woke late, up. Dude. I woke up at three, and you guys morning. woke up at fucking eight. And we woke yeah. up at eight. Now you're gonna be fucked today. It's no, like, we're not. We're already back on. Caffeine will get us back in the game. Oh, no beers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, Caffe- but caffeine you, and beers. <laughs> you uh. You took that application, your dad. Do you think your dad and Bobby did so good because they did the same thing? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Just that those big bites. Because you yep. do see people like, let's go get five fish, period. Cool. Okay, then let's go look. You weighed, you weighed five for seven and, and a how quarter, much time and you got you... 14th place. That's that's time. You didn't even get a check, right? You could have you wasted, you could have spent your time going for five big bites yep. and essentially having the same outcome. You didn't get a check. A clock's but wouldn't always you have ticking. a different mentality, though, if you're fishing like FLW or something? Sure. Probably. Maybe. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it'd be like, but at the same time, if 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 you stumble upon that bite where you know, you may only get five to ten bites a day, but if you put five of those fish in the boat, you are gonna crush guys. I would rather do that. <laughs> Hold on, you're turning and fishing to crush guys. <laughs> fucking a. Why? Why would you not? Why else am I doing? I want to fucking beat everyone. <laughs> Dude, we roll up to what is it? Led Zeppelin in the morning. Yeah, we fucking we come fucking <laughs> we blaring blast, Led Zeppelin. We blast Led Zeppelin in the morning for like four o'clock. We, we in the have morning, a great time. Like, like we we don't just show up and be fucking stone faced. We're fucking we 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 are amped to fish tournaments. Yeah, fun man. Yeah. yeah, you have to have fun. Of course. You know? What tournament series you guys usually fish? Is the club or is it a? We just fish like with the hook line and sinker, yeah, BB, BBT. Tracy Oasis, we fished some of those. Uh, I think we fished a new gen or a couple. I know you and my dad fished a new gen. We fished ABAs. Yeah. Have you, uh, ABA. you ever thought about stepping it up and going to the next level? Yeah, I used to think about it a lot. Um, they used to be like, probably like what I wanted to do, but when you don't have an, as much time on the water, it's kind of tough to chase that, and you don't have the, the chance to be out every day. That's a little tougher to chase. Just time in general and money, right? Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at in that same boat. Just time, you know? Sure. It's crazy because you think, man, you... I definitely want to do that. That's crazy. It's like like being a good musician and thinking, I could probably make it, but I just don't have the time or the money. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, but you have the talent. Yeah. It's it's there, but... Yep, yep. He just can't. 
Yeah, and I kind of I kind of got out of the tournament thing when I got into swim baits because. Did you turn it off after when you got in swim baits? Did you turn off? That wasn't the, that wasn't the solely reason. No, no I, I've never turned okay. conventional off. But I, think I don't. I, I, don't told, I think I told you I wanted to take it like a year yeah. a year off. Does it have fun? Yeah, you know. Oh, just, just tournament tournament fishing. tournament fishing okay. beats you down. You know, you just always go. go it's oh, grind. Go, it's go, a grind. Go, Fuck yeah! I think we just wanted to have fun for a year, and that year turned into like three <laughs> three years, yeah. three and a half years. But it, it gave us a chance to really learn a lot too. You yep. try. You get to just go out and try new shit. You're not trying to grind to find the bite to win every weekend you're hey fuck it let's go let's go try this let's go fucking way up north let's go way down south let's go try new water it kind of gives you a chance to explore and and learn new techniques like swim baiting i've if if i was fishing tournaments as hard as i was when me and him first started i don't think i would have ever picked up the swim bait rod and taken it as seriously as i did no it's, it, it's, it's tough to do that's a that's a tough thing to do so how much did your conventional play into the swim bait fishing? Huge. For me, it's huge. Well, could you, like, relate certain, like, you can relate those techniques to, like, when you're yeah. looking for structure? Yeah, I, I would throw my... I always, and I, I hate, I grind this home, but I'm like, I... The conventional or just straight to swim bait? Thing? Yeah, because I'm like, I, it's a hard one, dude, because I get, you know, dudes like Gilbert, they're just successful. Yeah. As fuck, no, I'm not taking anything away. Yeah. But then there's dudes like, well, Butch is like, oh, I think conventional comes first, you know, and that that's it, but... Depends on the person too, because yeah. some people just have that nat like naturally, natural good instinct of of just knowing how to catch fish. It's just yeah. natural instincts. Art of research. I, people can fucking research yeah. and just figure shit out. Yeah, man. nowadays. Yeah, but at the same time, can you apply what you read online? No, I got. I like to see. Yeah. I can't. I got to feel or see. That's what yeah. I got. It could point you in a good direction, yeah. but you have to be able to translate that on the water. Yeah, it's like chasing someone else's fish, like. You might know what they were throwing and where they were at. It's a lot tougher to go catch those fish and do exactly what they were doing, though. True, right? Yeah. Are you guys following you guys around the Delta sometimes? No. Not really. No. Not really. I mean, we're getting... Just Danny. Just... (laughs) (laughs) Where's he at? Gail? I mean, there's there's times where you're on the water and... Uh, Huh? Oh, they're in the freezer? Okay, I'll let them know. All right. Hey, Caesar. All the beer's in the freezer. So if there's What's that? The right here, right in the garage. garage. There's like a big fucking freezer right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's really cold. And then I'll go get ice right now. Cool. <laughs> cool. Wrong way. <laughs> I told Danny to get some uh, ice. more beer. All right, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but when nobody really followed us around. It's not. Just Danny. Just Danny. My uh, take on that. Uh, <laughs> just Danny. That whole... He's going to be pissed when we fucking shit on him. <laughs> so, well, when is he not pissed? He's pissed about everything. You guys want to hear a story? No, he can't tell. He'll get mad. I'll give you my take on that conventional to swim bait thing. Yeah. I mean, I throw swim baits a little bit, not as much as, you know. You would think you'd throw them just, you work for Caesar. Right. So I would think you'd be throwing them all the fucking time. I do. They're yeah. always tied on. And it's I always throw I mean, you learn how they're built. You yep. learned how they're yep. made. I, you now can, now yeah. I pretty much know ins and outs and every, you know, inch of everything. Almost, you know. Yeah. Not everything, but <laughs> of course, you're not ever going to know everything, but. Yeah. My whole like take on that conventional thing is translating into swim baits on the river and you know some of the lakes of course is learning how to have those techniques like flipping pitching an actual swim bait into pockets mechanics roll cast keeping that bait low to the water get through over you know overhanging branches or just oh, those man. little small minute things help you every single mm-hmm. minute on the water if you know how to do it you yeah. know, so I think it definitely helps. You like guy for punching or pitching for you guys has helped so much. It all those oh, little yeah. mechanics, skipping yeah. sinkos or punching. Yeah, mechanics are huge. All that no, mechanics I, are huge. I agree because yeah. if you can't make a, a backhand cast or a little flipper a pitch, you might not get bit. I mean, yeah. there's spots in Delta where you got to put it on a, uh, on a dinner plate, a spot the size of a dinner plate. Yeah, if you're I, not putting it there, then hey, lateral vision's having their pitching contest tomorrow. Oh yeah. There I'm, go. I'm there. I bet you guys are <laughs> I'm there. there. <laughs> I, I learned backhand backhand casting from his dad and him where I can't I I'm a right hand retrieve, right? Me too. I can't fucking reel it in and then cast I can now, but back in the day when I was first learning, of course, regular, you know, yeah. Pitch. But that backhand coming on roll your backhand, like little roll cast yeah. backwards, like what you see. I don't even know what it is, but I do it. I'm you like, s- hey, s- I got it. Like they're standing here, so I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> and being accurate, you need not just be able to throw it, but fucking yeah. be accurate. Yeah, get yeah, it, yeah, get yeah. it in a small pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Barrett calls it the S, the S, S curl, or S cast, or whatever. It's yeah. kind, it's kind of similar. Can you real tight, real tight. You know what I mean? Rarely. That's we, fucking hard, dude. You skip a, a weightless cinco, cinco, but I mean, <laughs> or a chatterbait. It would, it would be Swim something gym. huge to have on the river, Skipping. like uh, like an additional talent to be able to do, but. We just, go, we just go. We just go. We just go flipping. Just, I could pitch in there. Flipping, I yeah. flipping yeah. no skipping. It's great for docks, like your yeah. Clear Lake. It's fucking yeah, an awesome technique to have in your pocket. But I don't know. I just don't do it enough to see the need for it. But no, I. I mean, I always like I have the pool, so I'll try. I'll like you know sometimes just sit out here and take yeah. the kids and be like, here's a fucking little yeah. Oh, yeah. reel and just pitch into little like little oh, thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. I want to be able to make a cast in any any position really like if i'm fishing yeah. on the right side or the left side of the boat i want to be able to make that cast yep. and be able to be accurate with it i've started yeah. casting left-handed now too like oh did you yeah yeah that's a good idea dude yeah. i should do that. i want to be able to throw probably like hey fucking idiot we've been doing like me I'm oh like, yeah. sure. what a great yeah. idea they're like yeah. yeah everyone does it all the time <laughs> but i mean that just opens the door for spots. so many more different spots yes. and yeah. being able to put that bait somewhere where normally you won't be able to do yeah especially able to throw at any angle in any direction, left-handed, right-handed, left-hand, backhand cast, right-hand, backhand cast. I'm sure Phil yeah. can do all this shit, too. Yeah. Dutra. If yeah. you could do that with the swim bait, that just makes you that much better. Yeah. Um, what's your PB, Ty? Um, on a scale, on a scale, my biggest is only 9, nine eight. Okay. But I'm pretty sure I caught one. Oh, well, 10 and a half, 11. I've had some maybe. donkeys in my boat from Tommy. Yeah. What, I, what was not, it on? Not Wade. Not Wade. What were you throwing? Shit, dude! I caught one on a drop shot. Yeah. <laughs> got one on a on a rat. Talking, dude. A couple of rats. What kind of rat were you throwing? I was throwing a Spro BBZ at that time. Oh, that was a good one. Shit, dude! I love that. I love that rat. Yeah. Morning dawn color too. On purple the river. one. Purple we one. We don't. We say margarita mutilator. Oh, margarita mutilator. <laughs> that's a that's a robo worm color. Yeah, that's our that's yeah. the Delta staple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's my yeah. color when I drop shot. Yeah, it's a Delta staple. And dude. when you get drunk, we test that way. A lot of people in this uh, <laughs> can't say it around here. Can't say it when they're drunk. Just MM three, MM two. <laughs> That's MM1. what people start to take. Yeah. Is that sign light up in there? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. neon sign, dude. That fucking lights up. Yeah. Who made that? I had some dude on the internet make it. I'm fucking it's pretty know. cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I'm like, I wanted to look that wall to look fucking cool, so I got the picture. Dude, it looks like, it looks really good in there. Margarita mutilator would be fucking sick, dude. Take a drink. <sighs> Oh, shit. Purple margarita. Margarita Dude, I get a can that says the margarita mutilator. Yep. Yep. Make it a purple drink. Send you to the fucking moon. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make it like Four Loco when they had 14%. Oh, yeah, when you drink one of them. Did you ever drink the 14%? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Back when they had caffeine on. They had caffeine in there. Oh, dude, I loved it. You ever drink Mad Dog? Yep, MD2020. MD2020. I'm banned. I liked the blue ones. A little orange, little orange juice. I can't drink it anymore. I liked the blue ones. <laughs> I, I like all of them. That's what ice, High school, that we used to have a... Ice, what's it, ice something, like blue ice or ice. Yeah. I, my wife banned me from I can't drink it. High school, we had a liquor store. He dog. would only sell us those. He wouldn't listen to anything else other than the Mad Dog. Just I think he just wanted to get them off the shelf. No way. Dude, those things are dude. It's like fight juice. Yeah. It gets you riled up. Oh, dude. yeah. yeah. I was breaking bottles in front of my old house, like in the air, like throwing them in the air. <laughs> just like, throwing them. Drunk, just throwing bottles. Yeah, we've all been there. Fucking rowdy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rowdy. Just a little, just a little. Um, let's, uh, you guys really aren't big Instagram guys, so. No. People nope, can't really all. check out what you do. They can check us out. I mean, <laughs> typical Jack. It's not like we're out there doing you know something. You can check them out at Toxic. These guys are hanging out there all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's not like uh, we're some huge internet yeah. personalities where we're fucking. Making videos every day yeah, and we're nobody, doing dude. vlogs or blogs or anything like that. So it's cool for you to have us on and be able no, to No, I like here. having you guys on. And it was, uh, you guys are really, really good fishermen. Hammers. Thank you. I hate saying hammers. I fucking feel like it's so cliche, you know? Right? Yeah, but not really. If no. someone's you a like fucking it? hammer, someone's a hammer. Yeah. Like a it. delta hammer. Delta, like just it. a delta hammer, a stick. Yeah. You guys are both sticks. Yeah. You're right. a hammer for letting us stay at your house for three days. <laughs> I don't fuck crashing in your front room. Yeah, great hospitality. <laughs> great hospitality. Yeah, no, I appreciate right. you guys coming down, and I want to get you guys to come back down when the calico bites really good in short. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm here. And you guys will be <laughs> like, you got to come oh, up. Come I got it. Because every time you come up, I feel like you never get to I go fish, fishing. I fish with, with them. Like I said, the, the frog thing really shocked me what Danny was doing because I, I never seen people. My uncle, Bass Club guy. He's looking at mats, throwing over mats, coming yeah. little holes. Mm-hmm. You you know, Danny was throwing like up close and little fucking yeah, pocket. Pinpoint, right? Yeah, now yeah. shit was like interesting as fuck to me. Right. I'm sure dudes that have been doing it forever go, Oh yeah, we do. I'm cool. I just, yeah, but if you've never it. seen it and never experienced 
how are you going to be like? Because you're doing it like docks, like every the size the frog, of a basketball. Everything. That's where you need to be able to put your bait, dude. Yeah. Just right here, right in that in that zone. And I was like very impressed. I'm like, and it just was something cool I got to see. It's yeah. probably the same way we feel when we come down here and we get to go catch sand bass that are nine inches. <laughs> like it's yeah. fucking cool. Like yeah. So you guys, it's fucking the trash fish. Horrible. Or, yeah. Well, I wanted to put <laughs> you on the fucking you know seven eight pound sand bass. So it's like yeah. You can't Fuck, imagine. Fuck, that'd be awesome. We'll they get just there. fucking dog you out. We'll but get We'll there. go for sure. Um, what's your guys' Instagram handles if they do want to check you out? Mine's uh, just Typical Jack. So Typical Jack's ready to fuck. Him <laughs> up, girls. Uh, we got a married man, Tommy. What? Tommy Salami, four eyes. There you go. And you can check these guys at Toxic. I'm sure I'll be back up there probably in the next fucking two months. Hopefully. Yeah. Doing podcasts. So thanks, guys, Deep. for coming down. Thanks for having uh, us. You, will see, you guys will see him. You won't hear this, but we'll be at the event, so you'll probably meet him. Yeah. Cool. So thanks, guys. Right on, thank yeah. you.